It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, we have a lunatic named Chris Russell that works for this radio station. I'm yeah, sure I know that guy. I'm sure you're familiar. I was just curious what your opinion is on him. Well, <laughs> never really liked Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Really, anybody at the media at all, everybody who shreds me in the media, I'm not a big fan of. But <laughs> No, Chris has always been pretty fair. I like Chris. All right, guys. Welcome aboard. Yeah, we're here. The Redskins lose again, and not only lose, but get humiliated, embarrassed, ambushed, destroyed, stomped on all over, and it is officially the Titanic once again. I can't believe we're here, but we're here. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you aboard with us. It is once again not a victory Monday as we have come So familiar with over the last month, it is episode, however, 140 of the Locked on Redskins podcast, and uh, either way, it is good to have you aboard with us. Thanks for downloading, and thanks for listening. Hope you guys had a great weekend despite the result Sunday at FedEx Field. So the Redskins lose 40-16 to to the New York Giants, and since we've last been together here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, we found out that Odell Beckham Jr. was not going to play. We didn't even know that when we recorded our last episode on uh, Thursday night with Earl Forsey. That's episode number 139. We didn't even know that that was going to be a thing. Then he showed up on the injury report on Friday, and then he was ruled out on Saturday. And you thought, man, huge break for the Redskins, right? Who have their own injury issues. We know that. We think, all right, you know what? At least it levels the playing field a little bit. You still have to worry about Saquon Barkley, but at least you get rid of a huge, huge weapon in Odell Beckham Jr. And then the roof caved in. Now, listen, let's start picking this game apart from the start before we get into what's possibly ahead. And by the time you listen to this, you know, some things can change, and we'll try and update as quickly as we possibly can, but there could be a fluid situation. We just don't know. Um, so stay tight. We will get it for you. And as make sh- uh, you know, as always, make sure you follow us. Um, me on Twitter at WrestleMania six two one, and as well the Locked On Redskins podcast at Locked Redskins, and as well the entire NFL network of correspondence that we have here on the Locked On Podcast Network 
at Locked On NFL Net, at Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. So that's a good way for you to keep up to date with breaking news. All right, so let's start again right from the start. And the Redskins' defense was good from the get-go. They were really good. Uh, I thought they did some really nice things. And anybody that watched that game clearly could tell. With getting no help from the offense, uh, drop passes, penalties. Um, you know, Adrian Peterson had a 12-yard touch, uh, 12-yard touchdown, a 12-yard run on the first series. And then the Redskins, of course, uh, you know, go third and nine after a couple of drops. And they, then they drop one, Jamison Crowder, on third and nine on that first series, which ends that. And you can already kind of feel the bad momentum there. But the Redskins defense does a great job. Ryan Kerrigan on the first series of the game on a swing pass to Saquon Barkley on a run to Barkley to the opposite side where Kerrigan comes in untouched for a five-yard loss. So all of a sudden it's third and 18 because Kerrigan's forced two losses of three and five yards on the first two plays of the game. Then he gets pressure on the third down and a short dump off for eight yards and the Giants held, so even if they would have gotten a first down, it wouldn't have counted. And the Redskins forced three and out and a punt. You're thinking, man, all right, this is this is good. This is the way it should be. And then once again, the offense can't do anything, and they go pass, penalty, pass, pass, out. And that's where things kind of start to, you know, change a little bit where you start in the back of your mind thinking if you're a defense, oh, wait a second, we have no help, right? So you come back out for a second series, and again, you do a pretty good job forcing a three and out. You give up a four-yard run on first down, a couple of incompletes, some pressure in the mix there. You get off the field on third down, so that's good. So again, the Redskins defense playing very well the first two series against a giant-less Odell Beckham attack. And they're doing a good job against Saquon Barkley. Then, again, the offense comes out. And once again, it's shoot yourself in the foot time. Yes, they get a first down with Chris Thompson on an 11-yard touch. Uh, on an 11, I keep wanting to call it a touchdown run, an 11-yard run. And then the penalties start. Again, Morgan Moses with a false start on a third and six, which makes it a third and 11. Mark Sanchez, the starting quarterback, we'll get to him more in a sec. He's sacked on third and 11, and once again, for a third time now, the Giants get the ball back after a punt and after they make a defensive stand. And right away, Eli Manning and Saquon Barkley go to work. They get a swing pass with pressure off from Sean Dion Hamilton, um, and he almost got to Eli Manning, so Barkley completes it. Then they get a... Defensive pass interference on a deep incomplete to Corey Coleman, who's bounced around to three or four different teams, right? But yet again, the Redskins' defense kind of holds, and they get a big sack on third down from Deron Payne, who just ate his block up. And you're like, okay, now (laughs) we're here. Now we've got three stops, and you've got all this momentum, at least offensively. And that's when the game changed because, once again, the offense – and again, we're kind of going back and forth here. The offense fails. On second and 11, after a punt that's downed at the Washington one-yard line and then another penalty, which was declined, by the way, on Trent Williams, who's really struggled with penalties, the Redskins have the ball at, again, their one-yard line. 
And for whatever inexplicable reason, Jay Gruden calls and dials up, and and I don't know if it was Kevin O'Connell calling the plays at this point. I'm not sure. The quarterback's coach, about four or five yards deep in their own end zone, they call a run-pass option, and Sanchez decides to throw it, again, from about four or five yards deep in his own end zone, and it gets tipped, and it's intercepted by Curtis Riley, who returns it a short nine yards for a touchdown, and it's 7 to nothing. and you're like, wait a second, our defense is playing so good, three stops on the first three drives, and we're still down 7 to nothing. We have absolutely no faith and no hope in the offense, right? And then right away, so you think that's not bad enough, the Redskins' offense comes back out on the field, and they take a four-yard loss on an end around. Then Sanchez is sacked for another four-yard loss. Then Morgan Moses with another false start, a second one on the day. And, of course, the Redskins are facing a third and forever, third and 23. And, of course, they're not going to get that, even though they picked up 12 of the 23. And, boom, the defense is right back on the field. And what do you know? Eli Manning and, again, Saquon Barkley go right to work. A 14-yard gain, a 9-yard gain, another um, 6-yard gain from Barkley, and the Redskins are reeling a little bit. And this is where, again, the game starts to kind of take shape, right? Even though the Redskins hold in a red zone stand, Manning, again, was able to go up top to Corey Coleman, again, a guy who hasn't been able to latch on with anybody, and he hits him this time for 30 yards, beating Fabian Moreau with HaHa Clinton Dix late and coming over. And then even though the Redskins' defense rallies and sacks Eli Manning for, again, for a 14-yard loss and forces a field goal, you're like, okay, They can now make some plays. They're starting to get Saquon Barkley going. They got the big one over the top to Corey Coleman. That's the second time they tried to do that. Clearly, they're picking on Fabian Moreau a little bit. And once again, the Redskins offense can't do anything. They go one, two, three, and out. Two runs, uh, a pass, an incomplete, another tip. And right away, right away, this is where the game is lost for good. And I keep saying that. But this is kind of the ebb and flow of this game. You're only down 10 nothing at this point. It's midway through the second quarter. And Saquon Barkley rips off a 78-yard touchdown run. And he's untouched. He cuts to it. He cuts from he goes from his right initially, cuts to his left, and everyone gets pinned inside. DJ Swearinger gets blown up at the point of attack. And Saquon Barkley goes untouched. And the Redskins are down 17 to nothing. And now you're like, oh, bleep. All right, we'll take a timeout here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I feel my throat starting to go. I've done a lot of radio uh, today and a lot of radio over the last uh, week or so, so I apologize uh, if it sounds a little froggy. This is episode number 140 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Struggling to get through with you as the Redskins are struggling to get through this season. At 6-7 and seven now, losers of four in a row, they get demolished at home 40-16. to 16 to the previously 4-8 and eight New York Giants. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm Chris Russ. First, guys, let me tell you about my bookie. My bookie is slammed with new betters, and they want to give everyone the best service possible. So I'm urging you to go to my bookie right now if you want a little bit of action. In-game, live betting over-unders, fantasy points scored, the most rewarding player perks, 
in the business. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. Join now and... My bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar if you use the promo code. Now listen up here. If you use the promo code locked on twenty five, if you use the promo code locked on twenty five, and you go to my bookie online today, that's M Y B O O K I E my bookie, and use the promo code locked on twenty five, you get and create your account, you get the extra $25 free play by using the promo code LOCKEDON25. Also, when you create your account, you can claim up to $1,000 in free play. It's up to you guys. Uh, I'd wait until after you have a little dinner, your tummy's happy, and then your bank account can be happy if you go to my bookie and tell them Locked On Redskin sent you. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, we welcome you back. And again, make sure you follow me on Twitter at WrestleMania621, WrestleMania621, at LockedOnNFLNet on both Twitter and Instagram, and as well, the Locked On Redskins podcast at Locked Redskins on Twitter. Post uh, some good statistics, columns, all that sort of stuff on all of those different outlets. And you can keep up with the Redskins and potential breaking news uh, and as well, um, everything going on in the NFL at Locked On NFL Net, a great resource for you to have. All right, so here we go with the rest of the game um, from the Redskins' embarrassing, embarrassing performance at FedEx Field uh, on Sunday afternoon, right? So, again, they lose 40-16, to but we left you with Saquon Barkley ripping off that 78-yard touchdown. Again, untouched. Untouched. When was the last time you saw a 78-yard touchdown run and it was, again, untouched? Nobody had a hand on it. Wasn't broken tackles. Wasn't anything. So the Redskins come back on the field and right away, two-yard loss on on first on um, after an after a completion of eight yards. Then Adrian Peterson takes a two-yard loss, but it whether it was good or bad or whatever, Austin Howard offensive holding. Uh, so now the Redskins are in second and twelve, and boom. Once again, Mark Sanchez interception, second time. Again, a tip. Alec Ogletree returns it to the Washington 10 for 18 yards. 18 yards. So, again, you're just handing the Giants the ball at the 10-yard line and expecting your defense once again to rescue. Barkley doesn't get the ball first couple of carries, but then Sterling Shepard converts on a third and goal uh, for the touchdown and again, it's 24 to nothing Giants. And really, the game over from here. But the Redskins would go on and they would be down um, at the half 34 to nothing. 34 to nothing after another touchdown to Fowler for six yards and a, just for extra measure, a 23 yard field goal. So think about this the Giants scored four times. Four times in a span of 
eight minutes and 42 seconds of the second quarter, four times. That's the Barkley 78-yard touchdown run. That's the Shepard three-yard touchdown pass, the Fowler six-yard touchdown pass, and a Rosas 23-yard field goal. Right there, that's, again, 24 points in eight minutes and 42 seconds. I mean, that's absurd. You can't win like that. And the Redskins' defense, because we're not going to bore you with all the rest of the details uh, that quite honestly suck, the Redskins' defense, they did a pretty decent job on third down. They only allowed the Giants 4 of 13, as we chronicled. They got off the field on a couple of three and outs to start the game, actually three of them, and did a good job. They did allow 402 net yards. 227 of them came on the ground with 170 of them to Barkley. And again, he had that 78-yard touchdown run, also had a 52-yard run, which was, again, guys all out of gaps. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix turned around. And according to NFL Next Gen Stats, Barkley, who again ran for the total of 170, ran for 141 yards and his touchdown when facing eight-plus defenders in the box on eight carries. And just to put that in perspective, again, this is the next-gen chip technology that the NFL uses. That's 141 yards on eight carries while facing eight-plus defenders in the box, which you'd think, okay, you're going to shut them down. And again, we mentioned the touchdown. They didn't even get a hand on them. So that's a large chunk of that yardage, granted, but he still had good success on the other seven carries, right? It's the most rush yards when facing eight-plus defenders, according to the NFL Next Jets stats program, since the technology began tracking defenders in the box in the 2016 season. Again, think about that. That's almost three full years, and it's the most rushing yards when facing eight-plus defenders. And again, 78 of them came on one play, but that's just the point. That was with eight in the box. And the Redskins couldn't get a hand on him. A hand on him. At all. I I don't know what to tell you. The Redskins' run defense has just been absolutely god-awful. We put these numbers up earlier this week. Here's how bad it's been. We just gave you the next-gen stats numbers, right? Again, Barkley averaged uh, 12.14 per... Attempt. Minuski's defense, Greg Minuski's defense, the defensive coordinator for now, in the last six weeks, with only Quentin Dunbar as a major injury. I know Matt Ioannidis missed a game and a half. That is a blow, but it's not like it's the end of the world. Come on now. In the last six games, they've allowed 899 rushing yards on 180 rushing attempts for an average of 4.99 yards per attempt and 149.8 yards per game allowed on the ground. Think about that. Almost five yards per attempt, just shy of five yards per attempt, and just shy of 150 rushing yards per game allowed over the last six games for Greg Minuski's run defense. I mean, that's all you need to know in a nutshell right there. That's all you need to know in a nutshell. All right, we'll come back uh, and finish this up. It is the Locked on Redskins podcast. Uh, We'll get into Josh Johnson next because the Redskins have themselves a new starting quarterback. 
That's right, Mark Sanchez replaced by Josh Johnson, who has just got here on Wednesday of last week, does have some familiarity with the scheme, and, of course, many still barking about Colin Kaepernick. I just don't see that happening. But we'll get into Josh Johnson next and what potentially lies ahead. This is the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 140. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you aboard with us. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you back again. It is episode number 140. Good to have you with us. So the Redskins are 6-7, and seven, and of course, you know that crazy game between the Eagles and the Cowboys in which the Cowboys won in overtime Getting another lucky break, all sorts of bad officiating. Good comeback by the Eagles a couple of times. Uh, they got a bad break that wiped out a touchdown. Uh, the bottom line is, is um, you know, the Cowboys are a lucky team, but they made a hell of a trade, a hell of a trade for Amari Cooper, and I was dead wrong about that, so I'll admit that. They beat the Philadelphia Eagles 29-23, to so the Eagles are now 6-7, and along with the Redskins and the Cowboys – they are obviously in first place all by their lonesome, and now by beating the Eagles twice head-to-head, they're 8-5, and five, so they have a two-game lead over the Eagles, plus they have the double head-to-head advantage, so they're never, they're just not getting caught. Um, you know, so basically it's a battle between the Redskins and the Eagles at both 6-7, and seven, along with Carolina losing again on Sunday in Cleveland, I believe that's a fifth consecutive loss, uh, if memory serves me. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, that's a fourth consecutive loss uh, for Carolina. It might be a fifth consecutive loss. I'll have to double-check that. They are also 6-7 and seven as they lose to Cleveland. So all those teams at 6-7 and seven and still jockeying around for playoff positioning. All right, let's get to Josh Johnson. Again, the Redskins' new starting quarterback. That's right, Josh Johnson. That's where we are in the season as the Redskins lose 40-16. to Finally, Jay Gruden pulled the plug uh, on Mark Sanchez at the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter. Josh Johnson it comes in right away. You could see his legs. You could see his mobility. You could see a lot of things. That were just a little spark to the offense. Now, listen, you're down 40 to nothing. okay? Let's not pretend the Giants were playing hard. Let's not pretend the Giants were playing ferocious. Let's not pretend that the Giants were really on their A game. That being said, there were some good things, a lot of good things from Josh Johnson as he moves forward. He was 11 of 16 for 195 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and he had um, two pass, two two-point conversion attempts, one to Vernon Davis and one to Michael Floyd, so that's all good, right? And he had 45 rushing attempt, uh, yards on seven attempts for a rushing touchdown with a long of 13. So a lot to like there. Just numerically, if you didn't see the game for whatever reason, if you gave up from Josh Johnson, a lot to like numerically. The touchdown, you know, the interception comes one play after a big completion down inside the five to Josh Doxson, who then stupidly takes a taunting penalty. I have no idea what the hell you're doing taunting down 14 to six, uh, 40 to 16, but that's Josh Doxson, and that's the NFL these days. And he throws the interception right after that. So that squandered another potential scoring opportunity. 
either way, the Redskins were not winning this game, but at least there was a pulse. At least there was a glimpse of hope, I guess, for Josh Johnson and the Redskins. He'll get a full week to practice now. Of course, they won't be able to practice uh, until Wednesday, but he'll get immersed in the playbook. Again, he just got here last Wednesday, so I don't know how much you could expect. Certainly, there'll be a limited play package still next Sunday against a very tough defense and secondary, uh, and specifically with Jalen Ramsey uh, and uh, and um, and Boye at the at the corners for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll see what happens. I mean, I wouldn't expect any great shakes with Jacksonville having time to prepare and as well having now a little bit of film on them and not being up 40 to nothing like the Giants are. But, again, if you're looking for a positive, Johnson was that positive and the lone positive on offense. So I'll just kind of wrap that up. Mark Sanchez, by the way, was 6 of 14 for 38 yards and two interceptions uh, on the day, including the pick six. His rating, a 10.7. All right, the last thing we want to get to right here is there's all sorts of rumors, of course, and everybody wants Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden and Greg Minuski fired. The bottom line is is I don't think Bruce Allen is getting fired any 100%. I've said that clear on the radio, on this podcast, everywhere. I think if anything happens, he gets removed from a president of football operations standpoint. I don't think that's going to happen. Um you know, either Sunday night late as I record this Sunday evening, a nine o'clock ish East Coast time or Monday morning. I would be surprised, but I can't rule it out. Remember, for you Redskins fans that have been with the organization, Vinny Serrato was fired nine years ago, almost, you know, to the day. I mean, shy of a couple of days. It's about a week. Uh, but with three games left, remember, the NFL calendar is a little bit different now than it was back in 2009. So with three games left, that's the common, I guess, benchmark. December 17th, 2009, with three games left, Bruce Allen took over as executive vice president of football operations of the Washington Redskins for Vinny Serrato. So, again, I can't rule anything out. Again, I don't think he'll be 100% fired. I think he reassigned or maybe he re- he, he, he retires, whatever. I, I don't know. The bottom line is, is most people – I think are in agreement that Bruce Allen is unfit and incapable of turning this thing around. As a matter of fact, I would argue that the Redskins in some ways are in worse position now in 2018 than they were in 2009. At least there was some hope then. There is no hope. People thought, hey, Mike Shanahan's coming. Hey, you know, they'll they'll get the quarterback. There's no hope now. There's no quarterback. There's no white knight. There's no nothing. 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 As a matter of fact, it probably right now on the surface is looking like an absolute just bloodletting of any kind of talent that you have. Swearinger, Josh Norman, Zach Brown. You know, I'll just end by this. It's not just Dan Snyder that makes this decision. I had a source that reminded me, hey, you know what? Dan Snyder's other partners, while they don't have as much of a voice, and certainly the public image that Dan Snyder has, They own this team, too, and they're frustrated, and they're getting more frustrated and more frustrated, and there's already been some rumors and some allegations that minority owners or partners did not think highly of Bruce Allen. Remember that. That was a report, I believe, by my pal Mike Jones of the USA Today. Do not dismiss that because I'm told that is still the case. And if those voices, along with, the attendance and the 
terrible, terrible, terrible image of the Washington. If that isn't enough to turn the tide, I don't know what will be. I don't know what Dan is waiting for. It's a completely rudderless ship. Bruce Allen needs to get fired. I do not think Jay Gruden deserves to get fired. I do not think Greg Minuski deserves to get fired. Have they done a good job? Absolutely no. Uh, do they need to do more? Absolutely yes. Do they need to simplify things? Indeed, as we've kind of touched on. Do they make all the right decisions? Of course not. Uh, are they the greatest motivators in the world? Do they work these guys to the bone? No, no. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you can point to and say, absolutely, they should be fired. I personally blame this more on the players uh, and Bruce Allen than I do J- Jay Gruden and Greg Minuski, but that does not mean they are free of blame. So we'll leave it there. We'll be back with another edition, episode number 141, um, you know, on uh, scheduled uh, on, uh, on on Monday night into Tuesday morning. Now, we may break in earlier than that if something changes and if breaking news happens. So stay tuned. Again, a good way to keep up at WrestleMania621 on Twitter, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, at Locked Redskins Twitter uh, on Twitter, and as well at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. That's a great way to stay up on breaking news analysis and everything going on in the NFL, not only from the Redskins, but all around the league. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for being with us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.